You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. If I ventured in the slipstream Between the viaducts of your dream Where my world still runs crack And the dead and the back road stop Could you find me? Or would you kiss my eyes? Uh, for this episode, we'll be talking about Van Morrison, Astral Weeks. In the room, I have Rob. It's a me! Andrew, Hello. Ben, and Grady. <laughs> Hi. Astral Weeks is the second studio album by the Northern Irish singer-songwriter Van Morrison, released November 1968 on Warner Brother Records. The producer was Louis Merstein, and the genre is folk rock, folk jazz, and blue-eyed soul. After Morrison found success with his pop classic Brown-Eyed Girl in 1967, the young 23-year-old decided to try and stretch out into a more creative space, infusing folk, blues, jazz, and classical music. After a number of contractual problems that eventually resolved with his signing to Warner Brothers, Morrison was finally ready to record in the fall of 1968. Although Morrison wasn't associated with the jazz community, producer Louis Merstein felt that jazz musicians would blend well with Morrison's approach. It paid off as Morrison would teach the musicians the basic song structures, but would also advocate their creativity to play what they felt. The two-day result was a free-flowing stream-of-conscious folk album unlike any before it. Morrison's almost trance-like melodies and singing creates moods and impressionistic melodies that seem to float in a subtle haze. The album was initially poorly received by audiences, but has since gone on to receive critical acclaim as a sublime milestone in folk and rock music. All right, what do we think of Astral Weeks? I hated everything you just said. (laughs) Well, I think the word flowing is is really apt for the whole thing. It just, the the entire thing is just this free... Flowing full of life, like like a river, if you will, Rob. Hmm. Um, uh, and you know, it's it's imperfect, you know. But they were just sort of, you know, not flying by the seat of their pants. I mean, they were obviously good good musicians, but this sort of through improvised thing, um, it just it's just free and jamming, if you will, beautiful and and it's amazing, and I love it. Well, good for you. I did not like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, so these songs, I don't. Oh my god! This fucking song, seven minutes long. It should have been three so minutes. Good. No, you missed the best part. No, then. I didn't miss you the best part. Do. You know, you know what the best part Those is building. The, the, is it the flute? The rising and falling the, strings and the fourths and fifths. The, be, the and descending. Best, the best it's so part. Fucking pretty. The best. And the, you're the, the, just the, too the, stubborn. The to very. Listen, the very. Actually, probably actively though, listen no. and not just hear. The very best part about this song. And all the songs, specifically this one though, is that the flautist doesn't like. He's like, I don't know if I should assert myself, or B, it's 
a flute trying to hide a fart. Because <laughs> that's what it sounds a like. Flirt. It sounds like a, a flute fart. Like, like just trying to let a little bit out at a time. And I, uh, I don't, I, guys, I don't get it. I, I don't, I don't understand how this is an enjoyable thing. It, it like, the, the vocals are all right, but then they, there's too many of them and, they, and he talks about nothing. It, it, it I, no. No. I feel like I kind of split the difference on <laughs> on, uh, on uh, Grady and Rob, where I can appreciate what's going on, but it's not pleasing to my ear, and I don't <laughs> want to listen to a whole album of it. No, and I'll, I'll fully admit there are some tracks in particular, um, you know, after he says that he breathes in and breathes out. Oh, thank you. 50 yeah. times or so. I, I remember growing up, like, my parents listened to a lot of Van Morrison um, and um, Moondance, what I, that album was, you know, certainly the... Was that even a, an actual studio album? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Was that after mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it's um, coming up. Listened to that a lot, and, and I remember they would play this, and this first track I always dug... But then a lot of those vocal repetitive stuff, it got a little grating. And his voice gets a little shrill at times, and it's, all, it's sometimes a little off. And, and I, I like those imperfections, but with some of the tracks in particular, you do have to be in the right mood, I would say. Um, but I, I do think it's this very uh, affirming and, and beautiful sort of collaboration. Um, and I, I like the, you know, the, the, the improv, the folk stuff, the jazz stuff that's sort of woven in there. And I... I think it works. Woven is a good word to use for this album, I feel like. I feel like it weaves in and out of... uh, An aural tapestry? Yeah, of different themes. It feels... (laughs) (laughs) Not you, Birch. I I appreciate a lot of music that has repeated themes, repeated melodies, and that can be calming but also feel hypnotic in a certain trance-like way. Not trance music itself, what? but it, it, sort of tape loops and, and things like effect. that. It's like a song effect. cycle. Exactly. And yeah. so I feel like this provides that as a live band, and so it kind of lets me daydream and drift a bit. Feel, mm-hmm. feel like I'm floating a bit. Yeah. To me, I feel like I, when I start getting that that feeling, like, Van Morrison voice comes in and it just like kind of like oh, takes yeah, me out okay. of it. it. It it can do that. Now even I, I hear that um, a lot of my favorite parts are certainly more musical, uh, or at least the, the instruments uh, playing. Right. Because there is this sort of lulling, grooving, like um, like ambient tech, like like acoustic techno sort of thing. Um, in, in, in Again, I hate. How, how, how do you feel about that yeah. acoustic techno? <laughs> I, well, no, but I, 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 just, I, I just, acknowledge just and gen, understand. Gentle pulses and and rhythms. I acknowledge and, and, and I understand the words that you are saying. I just did not like this record, and that's fine. And, and you said your piece about that. Yeah, <laughs> I read an interesting. Well, I, I read a review today that had like an interesting little excerpt, and it was kind of it was likening this album to. Almost like like a a more classical composition where it says like it's not instant like it's not instant gratification and and also like uh, another thing they said was they said like this year this album sold about as many copies as it did when it came out in 1968 and mm-hmm. every year in between it's almost like. Like the gratification is an instant, and the sales weren't instant. It's just kind of like, it's it's always gonna be there doing its thing, 
fucking oak. It's a fucking <laughs> oak. I thought this was a pretty album. Uh, when I'd heard it before, I thought it was a pretty album, but I it didn't really get it. And then I read something this morning, uh, like likening it to Impressionism, <laughs> and it's like the penny dropped. Like, like just thinking like the lyrics and the lyrical delivery and like the musical delivery where it's like structured impro- improvisation. And it is, it's so impressionistic. Like he's... Tone poems. Yeah, he, he's like, he's different songs, like the, the album as a whole, but also like different songs, especially like Cypress Avenue and like Madame George. They're painting this picture without telling you any any like hard details. It, it's just, you're getting an impression, yeah. you know? And once I could kind of like liken it to something I was more familiar with, like visual art, like now I see what they're going for and now I like it type yeah. of thing. I can see a lot um, of what what you just said in the the way that the lyrics, like I would kind of get little bits and pieces of lyrics here and there. I think, well, that's kind of an interesting line. Like I'm wondering, you know, like, where is that going? Or like, what is that? What's the context of that? You know, and then again, it's like, it kind of gets drowned out for me in the in the Van Morrison delivery of it. And like, I kind of, I wonder what these songs would be like with somebody with kind of more of a, like, a straightforward voice. Like, would, would the lyrics like be more front and center and like kind of take me into the song more than him? I don't know. You know? Hmm. Yeah. I think it needs him though to present this sort of up and down, this sort of, the way he's he's going with it. If it was just someone singing straight Before, ahead, like you see like him as more of an instrument. I think his yeah, I think his voice kind of lends itself. I should also also mention if you guys didn't pick up, he was twenty three yeah. when he he did this. So I already the, had a successful band had, and this, a successful solo. This career. sounds like the two, sort of album two singles, that you would Gloria make when you were like in Brown Eyed Girl. Yeah, Gloria with them and then Brown Eyed Girl solo. Yeah, you'd make this album in your forties after like a couple of decades in the industry, <laughs> and this is like your reflection or, or something onto the next phase. And you'd yeah, make this at twenty three. Yeah, I mean, there's incredible amount of maturity in in the the work in general. It just feels a lot older and wiser than. 23 is exactly on the as old and wise as 23 to me. I mean, he's trying to do something different. Yeah, I'm I'm, sure, and, 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 and good on him for that. Yeah. And I, you uh, okay, you don't oh, like it. Find, find <laughs> me, okay, you, you said you had your morning coffee this morning and yeah. the first song spoke to you. Great. What what are the, because I don't think this album is good for just, just your casual listen. If I'm stuck in rush hour traffic, do I want to listen to this record? Is this a? You never want to listen to this record. I'm asking, in I what would, situation is this the thing that you want to sit down with? I would put it on, like if I was, you know, cooking. It's a good album for a drive. It's yeah. a good album for waking up in the morning. It's a yeah. good album for hanging out on an afternoon. It's a good album for any number of things. Mm-hmm. I you would can say, say to rock this party. 
<laughs> no. I mean, probably not. An, an, an intimate party, um, maybe. As... If you're asking Van Morrison, probably drinking beer and smoking weed at a party. Songs, More like eating turkey and doing blows. Right? <laughs> drinking gravy. They got a drum beat. There's a, there's a groove to them. Uh, no, uh, uh, sweet thing, the song we're listening to right now. Should we just start I, naming I, things? I, I, I thought Scooter. was okay. This song, yeah. also at my wedding. That's two songs in this in this week. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Huh. It will not be at mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was? <laughs> We're just going to sneak it in there. First of all, <laughs> then what gives you the right? <clears throat> Let's see what your DJ thinks about a crisp $20 bill. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Van Morrison's man- manager, Burt Burns... Uh, suddenly died of a, of a congenital heart defect in Burns' widow. Not according bl- to his wife. Yeah, yeah. His widow blamed Morrison for her hub's husband's <laughs> passing and kept him from playing clubs in New York and then tried to get him deported <laughs> <laughs> because he was still a British citizen. We've all been there. So he gets married so he can stay in the States and record this album. I thought it was interesting uh, different ways that they... Because he signed to Warner, right? After after a, a Bang. Ba- <clears throat> yeah, after Bang, he eventually signed to Warner Brothers. Is Warner wanted him. So Warner like basically dealt with Bang to get him through his contractual obligations. And one of his contractual obligations that was like Bang's big thing was... Uh, was was that they got a cut of any song that Van Morrison recorded and released as a single, mm-hmm. and none of the songs of this album were released as a single, <laughs> and it was and their and their their like their contract was only good for like that album cycle, so they didn't get anything. <laughs> huh? Is this the first uh, appearance of Van on this list? Yeah. Yes. There was no them or anything. No, we'll definitely um, be getting a uh, Moon Dance. Moon, moon dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that's probably accurate. Uh, yeah, I would say start singles, here. I mean, them, what are you going to do? Was fine. They, like, they're a good garage rock band. There was a lot of good garage rock bands. Sure. Yeah, there was no album that really. Right. Yeah, this is his turning point. Just you on the left once more And we said goodbye Up the door in the night time Yeah, that's the right time To feel the way that young lovers do also going to mention that Martin Scorsese claims the first 15 minutes of Taxi Driver are based on uh, this this album. I was trying to think back to what the first 15 minutes of Taxi Driver were. It's him driving around while Ber- Bernard Herman's score is playing, and it has an ominous feel. Is it was like, I a wish very... a real rain would come and No, wash that's the later. Okay. That comes later. Yeah, right. I don't get an it's ominous really good, though. <laughs> I don't either, but it has a very sick, cyclical, yeah, well, he drives the taxi. taxi. Finnegan's Wake. And, exactly. And, yeah. yeah, it has a very repetitive feel to it and so does that bernard herman score where it it brings in elements and it repeats it's like every night is a new Mm. he's doing the same thing over and over and over and you 
that he has insomnia, so you don't know quite where his his mind is at. So the first two songs. Yeah. <laughs> because it's 15 yeah. goddamn minutes. <laughs> no, no, the first 15 minutes of the movie were inspired oh, by the album. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. The first 15 right. minutes of the album are the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really interesting, though, because I Taxi Driver is one of my favorite movies, and it, it actually kind of made sense when I heard that because it's a very ethereal you know presentation of elements you know within taxi driver you're seeing just headlights in new york city it's dark you know and someone impressionist yeah exactly and so this the same thing with this album cool Anybody want to watch uh, Taxi Driver? I would yeah, much absolutely. rather watch Taxi Driver than it. listen to this record. Well, I, I want to do the whole uh, Dark Side of the Moon, Wizard of Oz thing with uh, Taxi Driver and Astral Week's novel. Oh, well, I'm just saying it's not my jam. I'm glad you guys got something right. out of it that I didn't. You're going to get some purple jumpsuit, Morrison, man. Yeah, that's that's the one I like. The one with the gravy stain on his purple jumpsuit. The one that... <laughs> trying to do high kicks. Ate an entire Thanksgiving turkey, did an ounce of blow, and then ran out on stage to do some low high kicks. Yes. <laughs> Careful when you get into, like... 80s, 90s Van Morrison. It gets real... Van the man, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> real adult jazz contemporary. You don't say. Mm. <laughs> bloaty. It's like he was 23 and already pushing that way. <laughs> Alright, so how does everybody feel? Who wants to go first? I, I, I'm just going to say, no. Don't bother. If you like any of the things that I enjoy, you, you're probably not going to like this. I like the things that you enjoy. Yeah. Fine. I'm going to say no because I am a sourpuss in Spoiled Sport who doesn't like what's well, happening in my ears right now. Are there elements of it that you see as being important or critical? I, I mean, the introduce of the uh, the jazz flute fart, yes. I think that's very <laughs> this important. This is the first album to do that. I, I believe it is. Uh, jazz flute started in what? The 22, I believe? Um, but it was considered a novelty. The 22s? Yeah, it was like 1922 is when Flute was introduced to jazz, or somewhere right, right around there, but it was considered a novelty. So I guess this was the uh, like predecessor to your aqualungs and whatever, like in reintroducing the idea You've of heard jazz fluting. flute on oh, this list. tell me. Where I'm is it at? Half dozen times. Already. I don't believe we have. There's been jazz flute There's on this list. Jazz flute. I would have talked about jazz flute. Yeah, the... No, I know I've, brought, I've mentioned the flute. It's, as, it's escaping as me. Gilberto. Yeah. 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 For sure. Absolutely. But that's more bossa nova, so we're a little different. It's under the same jazzy umbrella. It's not like this I album know. all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, could almost, you could almost say this is a bit of a bossa nova feel, right? I wouldn't like, say I mean, that. it has a. This doesn't make my hips move at all. I can't shop to this. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> there's, a, there's a syncopated bass thing going on there. I, mean, I, I don't want to drink my ties on the beach to this. <laughs> that is the only qualifier to fucking make it a boss yeah. I'm going to go on the positive. I think it's really great. Um, I don't know about the book, like if it deserves to be in the book, probably, but Moondance, definitely. I mean, one of those has to be in the book, and... I'd yeah, say, this is good. I'd say they both they both deserve good. a place. I mean, it introduced something completely new, and I I really like how just where it is and where it's going, not being too literal, having a sort of a modern perspective on sort of folk jazz, and not making it complete crap. 
And uh, you could easily make folk and jazz into the worst thing in the world, including a flute. And this is, this and, is great. And, and, and again, the, bo- both of those things you said, I really don't enjoy that much. Yeah. So th- th- it's no surprise that the combo is like, you know, kind of like meh to me. But, you know, again, I'm glad that you guys like it. I'm gonna go, Thanks, Rob. I'm going to go positive. I think it's important. Uh, I think it is a bold artistic move, especially for a 23-year-old. These jazz musicians, when he told them, when, when when they showed up and they didn't have scored music to play, like that was new to them. Uh, and this is like a genre that's like is known for like improvisation. Like to have for them to have like the freedom of like Van Morrison's like, well, here's what the song sounds like, blah 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 blah. Uh, do what you want, I trust you. And almost like a leap of faith on his part. And I, I, I think it worked. Like I, th- I would have thought it was an interesting experiment, even if it didn't work. And just like to, to, to press it, press it to tape and and release it. I think like all of that just show it's like bold moves to back an experimental artistic statement. And I would have thought that was cool, even if it didn't work. But I think it worked. So yeah. I like when people try to push boundaries. Yeah, I mean, I. This is a singular album. I can't think of really any that I would compare it to. Um, and it's just this organic, again, flowing sort of process from start to finish. And there's there's moments, I mean, that are that are a little loose. They're you know a little sloppy, but you got some character. There are moments that are absolutely transcendent, um, and you can get lost in in the little nooks and crannies of of the whole thing going on. Because yeah, it feels sort of through composed and and you know half of that is composed half most of that is improvised and just the way it all came together um was just a it's a great moment and i think should be heard and definitely deserves a place on the list i'm pretty strong neutral on this one i I feel like i i appreciate what it what it did especially coming from a you know 23 year old with a huge career in front of him i think it belongs in the book for that reason um but i probably won't listen to it again it's it's just not something that is particularly pleasing to my ears and there's plenty of other records out there <laughs> there are plenty of records out there there are plenty of records in this book <laughs> in this yeah room. plenty plenty more to go uh next time we'll be talking about the birds sweetheart of the rodeo all right thanks y'all Train.